Welcome to the Abrams Boxing Show, powered by Last Out Media and brought to you by www.15rounds.com, the worldwide leader in boxing news. Also, Abrams Boxing PR Media Broadcasting, the industry standard for boxing media relations and play-by-play broadcasting. Also, check out www.abramsboxing.com, Abrams Boxing on YouTube, as well as M. Abrams Boxing on Twitter and Mark Abrams Boxing on Instagram. Welcome to another edition of the Amers Boxing Show. I'm Mark Amers. I'm coming to you this week from Nashville, Tennessee, where last night I had the pleasure of broadcasting Country Box 4 from the Troubadour Nashville, uh, right down the road here in Nashville, Tennessee. I'll get to those results later. In fact, I have an interview uh, with the winner of the main event, Elijah Williams, also be joining us this week will be Tiafimo Lopez and Erickson Lubin, who I did uh, some uh, short interviews with. In fact, the Lopez was his post-fight uh, press gathering after he won his WBO Junior Welterweight Championship. In fact, that's what we will um, start this week. Uh, last Saturday night, live from the theater at Madison Square Garden, former uh, lightweight world champion Tiafimo Lopez went to 19-1 and as he uh, won the WBO Junior Welterweight Championship with a 12-round MS decision over Josh Taylor. T- uh, Taylor, who's also 19-1 now, in front of a, it was a sold out crowd, a record crowd at the Hulu Theater Madison Square Garden. 5,151 people uh, got to witness that event, and uh, it was a terrific fight. Teofimo was was excellent in his um, his decision when he he had a terrific game plan with the right hand. He couldn't miss the right hand. He was just too fast for Josh Taylor. And uh, I mean, Taylor said he had a bad night. Well, Tifima Lopez, you know, get, made him have a bad night. The scores were 117, 111, and 115, 113 twice. Uh, from my ringside seat, it, I had a 116, 112 for Tifima Lopez. And uh, like I said, uh, after the fight, Tifima Lopez met the media last night, uh, right after the fight. And this is how it's saying Everybody, not a damn fighter in this world could beat me. Trust me. And I think I showed a little bit of that tonight. You guys like the Roy Jones? <laughs> you guys like it? I like bringing the old school. I'm an old school. Fresh for the knockout. He's a big guy, you know what I mean? He's a big guy. You know, he's strong. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to survive in the ring. Um, he's got the ring IQ for that, you know. And um, uh, really for me now, it's just, um, you know, just going back to the drawing board and seeing what I can do better. Now, what's in the last two years in your head going into this versus... Just life is always hard. Personal life, you know. Um, I was with somebody for five years that gave me a hard time and uh, really screwed me up mentally. Um, but I can't, I can't really express too much because we're going through the legal custody purposes right now. But uh, that's my next battle right now. It's uh, fighting for my kid. Okay, come on, the doctor. Gotta see you. Let's go. Did, did you, did you compartmentalize that tonight, or was that tonight that was count? for me? Tonight was for me, and I like, I like against all odds. I like when I question myself. I do it on purpose. I need the pressure on me because that's what makes diamonds. And tonight I shine very bright tonight. So, so, the two fights that you were the underdog, you win. You were the favorite the last three fights, you know. They weren't your best. Like you said, do you need everyone counting you out kind of to shut everybody up to... No, no, no. You know, that's the thing I don't really want. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think when I was uh, at that pedigree, I would always go back to my ex-wife and that gave me more issues, more problems and, and it was taking me away from my boxing. So, um, boxing is my wife. I married it at 17 years young, 
man, that's my first wife, and I can't disrespect my love. Tio, not for anyone and not for anything. Tio, your hands, your hands. I knew they were gonna do something kind of chasty. It took a long time for them to come up with the scorecards. They were trying to figure it out, and um, I told everybody, I was like, listen, man, y'all better not steal it. Ain't no fucking way you can steal it. Absolutely, it's only get better, you know? That's what it's all about, challenges. Challenges brings, brings the greatness out of you. Um, I don't know how to say it or express it enough. Walter Elias Disney, who owns ESPN and ABC and everything here that we all are on tonight, that man, he said it best. He says, aim, I, I like the impossible because there's less competition there. 25 years young, seven-time world champion, two-time lineal world champion, two-divisional world champion. I mean, two Hall of Fame careers in one at just 25. You can't tell me I'm not great. You cannot tell me I'm not the double greatest since Muhammad Ali. This is what I do. This is what I do best now. Just to steer it up, I might retire after this one. So that's one. You have the two ring magazine belts. I know they didn't want to give me the other one. You have the two magazine you have But I got Joe Santa Lucrino back there. Yeah. I know you're going to give yeah. me that. Who Retirement, man. I'm kind of no. tired. No. Uh, I'm not getting paid enough. A million dollars? Get the fuck out of here. Wait, are you really retiring? Huh? Are you really? Yeah, man. I need to take a. I need to take a break. I'm tired of everybody bullying me. I'm young. I'm a kid too at heart. And yeah, I think y'all need to go after the Devin Haney's, Shakur's, and Tyson Fury's, and all of that. You see Tiafimo Lopez, um, again, I know he doubled down on his retirement on Monday, but I don't think that's going to stick too much longer. I mean, obviously, he has some personal issues he needs to deal with, as he mentioned early in that uh, press gathering. And I think once he gets that kind of in order, we'll see him back. um, You know, there's fights out there. There's Devin Haney. There's uh, uh, if you want to stick with top rank, there's Jose Ramirez. Arnold Barboza has been calling him out for years and years. So there's definitely some interesting fights out there for Tiafimo Lopez. And, you know, plus there's the other world champions and Regis Prograce. And uh, we'll get to Adrian Broner. So, you know, there's a Ryan Garcia. So there's a lot of options at 140 pounds for uh, the takeover Tiafimo Lopez. Uh, Saturday night in Ontario, California, uh, on former 154-pound uh, world champion Jaime Munguia went to 42-0 as he scored a 12-round average decision over 37-year-old former world title challenger Sergei Dyrvonchenko. Uh, I have not seen the fight, but from all indications, because I've been traveling, uh, I mean, what, what a week it's been for me. I'll get to that at the end. Uh a lot of people think it's a it's a real fight, a strong fight of the year candidate so far. And we're about halfway through the year. Uh Ranchenko is now 14 and 5. Uh that took place at the Toyota Arena in Ontario, California. Both guys landed big shots. Uh Munguia got, got, got drilled a few times, especially from what I understand in rounds three and rounds five. I know round eleven, Munguia may have sealed the fight with a knockdown uh, on a body shot. Scores were 115, 112, and 114, 113 twice for Munguia. Saturday afternoon in London, IBF flyweight champion Sonny Edwards went to 20-0 as he scored a 12-round decision over Andres Campos. Campos loses for the first time. He's now 15-1. That place took place at the Ovo Arena in London, England. It was a you know kind of a close fight that saw Campos uh, land some pretty good shots. 
Edwards was um, his usual self. Uh, he, he's really not a big puncher in there, so he boxed his way, landed some shots, and got the victory by scores of 117-111 on all cards. Friday night in Miami, I was uh, fortunate enough to uh, be part of the broadcast team hosting the pay-per-view as we saw the return of the problem, or as Don King likes to call him, the problem child, Adrian Broner, went to 35-4-1 as he scored a 10-round decision over Billy Hutchinson. Hutchinson now 20 wins, three losses, four draws. That was a welterweight bout at the Miami Casino in Miami, Florida. <clears throat> Broner, uh, he had his way with Hutchinson, landed – Shots after shots after shots. Hutchinson was very marked up on his face. Took, you know, he took a, he took a beat in there, but uh, he he was able to go the distance. And uh, you know, I think he actually earned himself another payday or two as an opponent somewhere, a high-priced opponent. And uh, his scores were 100 to 90, 99, 91 twice. Uh, it was Broner's first fight in about 28 months. Uh, as, uh, you know, he, he got the victory, got back in there. His first fight with under the Don King promotions banner, a good crowd at the Miami casino, very enthusiastic crowd in there as, uh, Broner, uh, was up to his, up to his antics, uh, post fight. So, uh, you know, Adrian Broner, I expect him to be back in a few months. I think Don King can maybe hopefully try to do another show in the next few months and keep him busy or, you know, maybe go after a, uh, fight with Brian Garcia uh, Oscar De La Hoya tweeted out last week for Don to give him a call. And I think actually Don, from what I read, Don King may have called him earlier this week, earlier on Monday possibly, to see what, what the interest is of fight with Ryan Garcia. There's Tiafimo Lopez out there. You know, we'll get into Regis Progress. He's fighting uh, this Saturday. So um, we shall see uh, what happens with Adrian Broner. He's, you know, still just 33 years old. And he's got a huge name. He's a former four-division world champion. So he's going to get a major opportunity with the Don King behind him. The co-feature saw the W, uh, excuse me, the NABA and NABF, uh, now the NABF flight heavyweight champion, Ahmed Albiali, go to 23-1 as he scored a uh, tough 10-round amnesty decision over uh, Rodolfo Gomez. Gomez um, was uh, – uh, was very tough, very gritty in there, uh, much like we thought uh, in the broadcast, uh, me and my broadcast partner, uh, Albert Hainsworth, and uh, Ray Boom Boom Mancini joined us, Noel McCallan, the number one ranked cruiserweight in the world, uh, Erickson Lubin, who I had a chance to talk to uh, coming up soon. So, uh, But uh, Albiali is maybe a fight or so away from getting a big opportunity Big puncher, his only one loss is to John Pascal. In a fight that day, he hurt Pascal a couple times. So that was uh, – so Ahmed Albiali is going to get something pretty good uh, coming up very soon. Also on the card, Guillermo Rigondeaux scored a seventh-round stoppage of a previously undefeated Charlie Clemente. Rigondeaux now 22-3 and three with 15 knockouts. Clemente scores – drops to 12-1. and one. Fight was uh, – fought at pedestrian pace until uh, – Rigondeaux dropped uh, Clemente with a body shot in round seven. The time was 2.47 of the seventh round. Uh, this uh, Also this week, um, let's, see, let's see what we got, got, got here. Uh, Ali Asmalov uh, won a 10-round NAMS decision over Charles Foster in the Showbox main event that took place at the Turning Stone Resort and Casino in Verona, New York, as part of the Hall of Fame weekend. Uh, it was a um, 
it was a pr pretty good fight, very close fight that saw Asmalov uh, win by scores of 96-93 and 95, 96-93 uh, twice and 95, 94. He's now 11-0. Foster loses for the first time. And he's now 22-1. and Walter Santabanis uh, scored a upset last Thursday night in uh, at the Fancy Springs Resort in Indio, California. Santabanis uh, scored a, um, a, a let's see here, a, a, a ten-round unanimous decision over uh, previously undefeated Manuel Flores. Scores were 190, 99, 91 twice for Santabanis last night. And that's why I'm in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. We had the uh, we had the show uh, country box number four from the Troubadour in Tennessee. Elijah Williams uh, scored a six-round decision over tough as nails. Matt Gaver, that was the main event in a, what turned out to be more of a wrestling match. Marklin Bailey scored a slight upset as he scored a, a uh, four-round split decision over Eduardo Aguilar. Uh, Second-round stoppage win for Kevin Torian. He's now 2-0 with two knockouts over Calvin Early. And first-round knockouts for Fernelli Feliz, Eric Ariano, Drayon Merriweather, and Victor Hernandez. All first-round knockouts uh, on the uh, Country Box 4. Like I said, the, the winner of the main – actually, people can uh, watch that show uh, still on Fight.tv, CountryBox247.com, and I247.com. Uh, that's all for free beyond their, those particular websites. So uh, it'd be uh, good to, uh, you know, to check out some boxing from Nashville, Tennessee. Right after the fight, I had a chance to talk to the winner of the main event. Good, uh, young, up-and-coming 19-year-old who's now 6-0 and with two knockouts. His name's Elijah Williams, and this is what he said after the fight. The winner for the main event, set two country boxes in a row, Elijah Williams. Tonight, you, you got, a, got a nice stiff challenge tonight from Matt Gaver. Uh, Talk about the fight. Um, he was definitely tougher than I expected, you know. Uh, definitely a hell of a fighter, you know. Uh, I planned it on getting him up out of there. I could have, but he was just tougher than what I thought. You know, he gave me a good fight. Those are the fights that I need, and I'm just going to keep pushing and keep winning. You're still just 19 years old. You go from Bailey, who, you know, gave you some good rounds yeah. last time, mm -hmm. and now Gaver, who, you know, gave, you know, he won a couple rounds off you, yeah. according to the judges, and, you know, kept fighting back yeah. and, you know, landed some good punches. Uh, you see a lot of 19-year prospects, they just want layups and, and first-round knockouts. Uh, yeah. What's the thought process in ta on taking on these these tough guys early? Um, it's just trying, I'm just trying to get to the next level, man. So, you know, whatever it takes to become that world champion, that's what we're going to do, you know. So if it means taking those tough fights, then we're going to take those tough fights. We're going to do it a, a day at a time, step at a time. Are these the type of fights that maybe three, four fights down the road that you're going to uh, – I mean, these are the fights that are going to help prepare you for those big fights? Uh, yeah, most definitely, you know. And just other things, you know, I'm in the gym with top work, so that helps too, you know. But definitely these fights are going to help prepare me for those big fights. For some of the people who don't know, you know, you're from Newburgh, New York. Can you talk about some of the pe fighters that you do work with? Um, I work with Dronis, you know, um, I work with Chris Algieri, uh, Cordell Booker, Raymond Ford, Richardson Hitchens. So, you know, I got a lot of good work and stuff, you know. I just try to stay busy and try to stay in with the top guys. Uh, so you fought here in April, fought here in May. Excuse me, you fought here in May, fought yeah. here in June. Uh -huh. when, do you, when do you expect? I mean, this is a tough fight. I don't know if we're going to see you in July here. Or? Um, 
Hopefully. Oh well. Hopefully the team's right behind me. Uh, yeah. what, what do you think? Are you going to have him back here in July or? Possibly. Possibly. Whatever comes up to the table, we're just trying to we'll stay active and continue to win. So maybe we'll see you back here in if July. Here we'll be back. Six and six and zero oh now, and uh, said to two uh, wins over some tough guys. Uh, he said even though the records, they're, 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 they're both those guys are better than their yeah, records. In um, fact, you saw Marco beat the nine and two fighter in the co-main yeah, event tonight. So um, I wouldn't say records doesn't matter, man. You can have a dude that's zero and two, and yeah. I got somebody that's five and zero. Oh, so it's definitely not the records, you know. It's, it might just be that guy's there. No, no, that's what we were, we were saying on the broadcast. You, you, you mean you don't fight records in this game? No, right? no. And like I said, Gaber and Bailey are much better fighters than what their records yeah, indicate. Definitely, definitely. You know, they're both two tough guys. So guys like that, you never know what to expect. What do you want to say to the fans in closing? Uh, I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for everyone that came out. And, you know, I hope to be here again. Real quick, where, real quickly, where, where the fans social find you on social media? Uh, at Eli underscore the bully on Instagram. There you have it. Elijah Williams, 6-0, two knockouts. Two straight bo country box wins our main event. Yes, sir. Thank you. There you have it. Elijah Williams wins the main event on Country Box 4. The next Country Box will be Tuesday night, July 11th, right down the road to Troubadour, Nashville, Tennessee. <coughs> this weekend, uh, Regis Progress on the zone will take on Danielita Zirilla for the WBC Super Lightweight title. Tia Fimo now the big player in the division as well. Uh, other uh, titles, um, Rolando Romero, who's a world titleist as well. And uh, so that's the WBC, WBO, WBA, and uh, Subriel Matias, the IBF champion. So we've got some good champions, some potential big fights uh, for Regis Progress should he uh, come through this Saturday night in New Orleans, his hometown New Orleans, against Donalito Zarrillo. Also on uh, Saturday night, Tim Zhu takes on Carlos Acampo for the WBO Interim 154-pound championship. That will be live on Showtime here in the United States, uh, I guess Sunday morning in Australia or Sunday early afternoon in Australia. Uh, also on the card, uh, Raiz Salim takes on Sam Goodman uh, in that doubleheader from down under. So uh, also uh, – Wednesday, uh, the, the Pro Box series continues on Pro Box TV. Super Bantamweight Franklin Gonzalez, 25-2 and two with 25 knockouts, takes on Saul Sanchez, a good fighter out of the Thompson Boxing Stable. 18-2 and two, uh, with 11 knockouts. That will be the main event on Pro Box T TV, who's, uh, uh, like I said, Gonzalez had uh, 25 straight knockout wins to start his career coming off two split decision losses. And uh, said Sanchez himself is a good, good, solid fighter. Former three-division world champion Emmanuel Navarrete will defend his WBO junior lightweight title against former two-time uh, two-division world champion Oscar Valdez. That will take place on November, on November, I can't wait, November, August the 12th at the Desert Diamond Arena in Glendale, Arizona. That will be on ESPN. Uh, we'll televise that. This Saturday from Atlantic City, BXNGTV.com. I'll be there. It will be Dimash Nyazov taking on Larry Fryers. Joey DeWaco also will be on the card. Uh, also, Payne Boxing and Chiro Perez Promotions will present Rumble Paradise 5, live international world-class boxing from the Dominican Republic, featuring fighters from the Dominican Republic, Russia, Puerto Rico, Italy, Canada, Venezuela, Colombia. That will take place on June the 18th, Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Finally, I had a chance to talk to Erickson Lubin 
uh, right before the Adrian Broner fight. We touched on Broner a little bit. Uh, he's in camp with Broner, but we also touched on his June 24th fight against uh, against Luis Arias. And this is what Erickson Lubin had to say. Erickson Lubin here, uh, 24 hours away. Your stable mate, Adrian Broner, weighed in. Uh, how do you look in camp? You look good. You, you look, look good. good. Look ready. What's up, Teddy? A couple, uh, you, let's get to you, Roy, quick. A couple weeks away, Luis Arias live on Showtime. Uh, sure. Talk about the fight. Uh, it's been a lot, uh, a little bit of back and forth. Now and off, we've been doing on the internet a little bit. You know, but um, it's time to back it up. It's time to back it up, and I'm more than ready. I'm ready to fight now. I was ready to fight weeks ago. And, you know, I'm just looking to get back and get back in title contention. You know, and fight the bigger names. You looking to, to get a rematch with Fondor at some point? Absolutely. After and Charlo. And Charlo. Yeah. Uh, you, you feel with the win, it gets you right back in the mix there? Yeah, for sure. You know, um, I'm not look, I'm not overlooking uh, Lewis Arias. I got to make sure, you know, I take care of business and I look good doing it. So um, I'm more than ready, man. I'm looking to make a statement with that fight and then be right back in title contention, like I said. You guys are both big, two of the best uh, United States amateurs. You obviously were, were a sensational amateur fighter. Did you he, guys ever he cross? Was, nah, he was nowhere near my level on, on the amateur level. You know, um, he actually, he, he left the amateurs when I was, you know, coming up. You know, he had some pretty good fights with pretty good fighters, but, you know, I was running the amateurs. He wasn't running the amateurs. He was in big fights with those guys, but I was running the amateurs. What do you want to say to the fans in closing? Stay tuned. Have a time on Showtime. And um, I'm looking to make a statement. I'm looking to come out with a with a stoppage win. So stay tuned. Erickson Lubin I, wants to uh, reintroduce the world to Hammer and Sledge on, on June 24th. Thank you, man. There you have it, Erickson Lubin. I talked to him in Miami. It's been, been a crazy week. I was in Miami last Monday through Friday. I was at the Madison Square Garden on Saturday. I was in Nashville Monday. I'm taping this Wednesday morning before my flight. And then uh, this Saturday, I'll be in Atlantic City. In a week, I'll be in Orlando. So there's all kinds of stuff. Uh, I guess we're calling this the Mark Abrams Boxing World Tour 2023 sold out. So uh, I'd like to thank my guest this week, Elijah Williams, uh, Tiafimo Lopez, the new champ, Erickson Lubin. And uh, now next week, I think we'll talk to you from, from the home base. We're getting our office, re uh, the, the studio redone. We have hopefully some new music, some new intros. So uh, until then, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us this week on the Amos Boxing Show. We'll talk to you next week.